0: Hey, listeners. Thanks for joining us again this week. Before we jump into this week's podcast with CJ Cartwright, I just wanted to let you guys know about our Labor Day sale coming up this weekend. It's going to run from September 3rd through the 5th. You don't want to miss it. We have up to 30% off site-wide on all all products, Um, new, old uh, programs, shirts, hats, everything that we offer. Check out our gear. Help support the company. We appreciate the hell you guys. out As always, we'll talk to you next week.
1: You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com, reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithcasey.com. Thanks, y'all.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm Carter McKenzie, running host tonight with my uh, infamous co-host,
2: Bobby McCree. What's going on, Bobby?
0: What's going on, Carter? How are you, man? We're good, dude. How's the great state of New Jersey tonight?
2: Uh, you know, just the the, the snooky usual.
0: <laughs> the snooky usual, man. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, this is a good one tonight. We're, we, I've been really looking forward to this one uh, for for a couple weeks now, and uh, we're joined by our guest tonight, CJ Cartwright, uh, Fit Dad Primal on Instagram, the man, the myth, the legend. What's going on, CJ?
1: Man, not a whole lot. Living the dream over here. How are you guys?
0: We're good, man. We're good. Where Where do you live at, CJ?
1: I'm in Texas. So I'm in North Texas, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. My wife and I live in a suburb kind of sandwiched between the two. So if, you, if you've ever been to this area, you know Dallas and Fort Worth is just one big thing. And so that's where we're at, man. North Texas. Nice. It's a hot time to be here. Yep.
0: It is a hot time. Yeah. I uh, nice. Looking at some of your workouts that you do in, in your gym on on Instagram, It looks it looks like a hot box a little bit.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite, man. It really is. And it's like, I, you know, so um, obviously, well, y'all know, I've been a football coach the last seven years. And that's been one of my big things in the, um, in the weight room is like, I don't like the AC. It's not a freaking, uh, it's not a spa, man. You know, like, if you can work out with some heat, um, it's the same thing as an ice bath, man. It, it really, it, the mental aspect of it. I love it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I love it. And so it's hot in that garage. And that's by design. And uh yeah, it's it's a toasty time of year.
0: Absolutely, man. We we got a lot of team members in Texas and uh they're all like the good kind of a little bit of crazy too. So they they yeah. love that they love that shit, man. We got we got some yes. tough guys in Texas. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you, you
1: but, just gotta dive in, man.
0: Yeah, gotta dive in, man. Yeah, but yep. before we before we jump into this too much, CJ, why don't you why don't you kind of introduce yourself and, and give us kind of a, a rundown on, on who you are and and what you do.
1: Yeah, so um, kind of a, I guess the quick backdrop of my my professional career is uh, I've been a football coach for the last seven years. I was a history major in college. Um, I have always been involved in fitness. I think I was pretty fortunate at an early age. Uh, My parents were split and I eventually, uh, when I was like eight, I was fat. I was a fat kid and uh, moved in with my dad full-time and my dad at that point had decided that he wanted to get into the gym and so i think i get my like a little bit of crazy from him uh, when we go in on something we go in and he dove all in and got really heavy in the bodybuilding scene my stepmom was a competitor so she was on stage uh in the 90s when that like wasn't really you know social media wasn't a thing and so i kind of grew up in that environment and they got me in there super early and i hated it then but I love them for it now. But despite that, um, college got through that, got into the working world as a teacher and coach. And I had always been through high school, like the most in shape person that I knew and um, through college as well. And I got into the working world, man. And I got fat again, you know, as a working adult, I really did. And um, it was just like in Texas, you know, football is it's like a religion and uh, when you coach football you work seven days a week we would oftentimes get up to the field house at 4:30 a.m um you leave at 5 36 p.m and uh, man i just got caught up in it i was trying to hustle and work my way up through that career and, and lost sight of my my fitness and so um i would get on the scale and to put it into context i'm a short guy i'm like five seven i'm not very tall but i weighed like almost 210 pounds and i would be like that scale's wrong. You know, this, that's not right. I'm not 20 <laughs> right. pounds and I would lie to myself. I would, you yeah. know, I would say it's like, I don't, you know, I was in total denial, man. And my wife and I went to Vegas for a trip and we'll never forget this. Um, I went to put on a pair of shorts. We were going out that night and I could not button my shorts. And so she had to get a, uh, one of her hair ties to put around the button and put through the loop so that it would add elasticity to my shorts. And it just was like that snap moment. It was like, Oh my God, what have I become? Like I am fat. Like this is not yeah. a lie. The scale's true. And yeah. so um, from that point, um, you know, I went all in and really went hardcore. And, um, you know, I weigh about 165 pounds now. So that's like 40 pounds later. Um, and I found a way to do that really as like the working adult. Like for a good chunk of my year, all I do is work. I'm never home. I work all the time. And obviously trying to juggle being the best husband I can, that's important. And so it um, forced me to develop a system where I could get really good workouts, oftentimes with 30 minutes, like a quick lunch break. And I had to kind of maximize that window. And so through that, I developed that system. I found an eating um, methodology that worked for me that, that I can do long term and it gives me easy rules to follow. And ultimately now I'm in the best shape of my life. And um, in my my 30s, working full time, I now have a newborn. And uh, so I would hear when I would go to work, like teachers, coworkers, or just people I knew that would ask me, what are you doing? Like, How are you eating? What are your workouts like? And I've never been somebody that um, has cared about social media at all. As a matter of fact, quite the opposite. Um, I hated it for a long, and wanted nothing to do with it. But just through my wife, talking to different people. And I was like, you know, I really think that there's a lot of people that, that need to hear this message and need to hear that you can do this. I'm not in. Yeah. and Man, one of the biggest things that stuck out to me about you guys, I was listening to uh, Luke and his cousin, Perry, that like the first yep. episode and he was talking about on the hunting end of it, like, Hey, we're not professional hunters. Like we're, we are like you, you know what I mean? But we're doing all these things. We're providing for our families and, and, and hunting and trying to be the best that we can in all these categories and spinning these plates. And that's me on the fitness yeah. end of it. So it, it's really just uh, January. Um, I know you found me on TikTok. That's kind of my yeah. one that has really. Um, it blew up, yeah. It started to snowball for sure. And I've, I've gotten to know a lot of people through it, which has been incredible. And um, so that's me. That's the message I'm trying to spread. I'm Fit Dad. The primal aspect comes from um, my diet and how I eat and my thoughts behind that. But, um, that's me. That, that's kind of what got me here.
0: I love that, man. There's, there's so much there that we, uh, want to unpack tonight for sure. I think, I guess before, before we jump into it, I didn't realize you were a teacher either. Yep.
1: Yeah, so I saw that, uh, you're an educator as well. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and so to be transparent, I'm out now. This past uh, season was my was my last, and so I'm gotcha. doing um, I'm doing tech sales now. So I work from home, which is a blessing. But I knew um, when my wife and I found out we were pregnant during football season, I knew that was my that was my last one. There's no way, right? There's no way. And that was before I started doing all of this and really connecting with people. And now, you know, my goals have totally shifted. I think I've realized the impact For I course. can make. And this is giving me more time to kind of devote to that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And with the social media aspect taking off, it really, I mean, Bobby and I know we've like stumble fucked our way trying to figure out this podcast thing. (laughs) And like, it takes up a remarkable amount of time. Like there's almost not time for another job. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's too much. I definitely, you know, you get better as you go and I'm not running a podcast. You know what I mean? That's way more advanced, but editing videos, recording videos, it definitely doesn't make your life easier. It doesn't make my workouts better. You know what I mean? It's not like, but um, I definitely see the value in it now. And the impact has exceeded more than what I thought it would. Just people reaching out from England and like all parts of the world that it just, I, it's, I never expected it. So yeah, it's important yeah, now.
0: It is. It is. The work you're doing is good, man. And like, I appreciate it you know with regards to you not running a podcast you sh- i have written down here i was like this dude when you do your voiceovers for your workouts you need to <laughs> you need to have a podcast cj you have yeah. a voice for a podcast man or we should hire I appreciate you it, man. one day
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah! Well, I'm I've, I've definitely looking forward to getting to know y'all more. When I was a kid, my mom tried to expose me to everything. She put me in a play, and I was the voice of God. So I just, you know, was like, <laughs> maybe I just came by an honest man. I was the kid they, or I just sucked. They stuck me down below the stage so, they, so that I wouldn't embarrass anybody. And, yeah, yeah, so
0: yeah, no, your voiceovers is good, man. You're good. You're good on a podcast.
1: Okay. I appreciate Not everybody that.
0: is. <laughs> yeah, but. I th- going back to what you're talking about, man, I think that's what kind of drew me to your page because like, you know, let's be honest, fitness pages are a dime a dozen on on TikTok yep. and on, on Instagram, right? Everybody's trying to break into a very saturated market and you've done it. I think you're doing it in a very organic and very appealing way. Like the reason why I liked this because you were like, I'm just like you guys, like we're the common man's approach to like folks who like being in the outdoors and working out. And you're like, hey nine to five, like dad, you know, you can do this 40 minutes. Like you want to be in really good shape. The authenticity is really admirable.
1: I appreciate that. And it is, um, it's weird waters to navigate because I didn't get in this to monetize it. Like I'm not a trainer, you know what I mean? I'm not, I've been before I, when I was in college, I worked in the fitness industry. I was a general manager for LA fitness. I've been in that world, want nothing to do with it. So people ask me for programs and I'm just not there yet. And it's like, I try to explain to them "Is like, man, I'm literally just like you. I'm, I'm like, I have a full-time job. I've got a family, I've got a daughter, you know, my goal wasn't to monetize it. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what it is at this point is like, it's just me recording what I'm already doing.
0: Right. Which is even better, right? Yeah. You're not, you're not out yeah. there recording things just to put on social media. You're going to do that, the workout in the hot box regardless.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I'm just putting the camera on and chopping up what I'm doing. That's it. Right.
0: right. And trying that's to I silence sense.
1: the doubters, you know, a little bit. That's yeah. it too. You get the trolls yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love them. They're my yeah, favorite yeah. people in the world. They really are. <laughs> um, but uh, they're like the lowest life form. They boost oh, you in the yeah. algorithm. You can, pl- you can talk to them all day. And, I, and it's just, yeah, that's it, man. It's just to show the people that uh, 30 minutes isn't enough or this or that. It's just like, no, I'm living proof. This is it. So...
2: I was gonna say, man, I, when I was like looking through your your post and everything like that for the last couple of weeks, I was like, man, I just felt so re- like you're so relatable, is which why I I like you so much. It's like now I hear you talk and speak and I'm like, man, this guy is just like down to earth and just chill as hell, and I'm watching you sweat your ass off in your garage too. Now I'm hearing that you're a history teacher as well. I'm like, you're you're a jacked carter, is what you are. Yeah. That's,
1: that's <laughs> <what> you are. <laughs> Has got some skills that I wish I had, man. I really like. Unfortunately, football season falls during hunting season, and that's like something I really want to get involved in, and I just haven't been able to. But I, it fits with the way I eat and kind of my thoughts and desires, and yeah. So I am definitely stoked to get to meet you guys because uh, y'all have some skills and qualities that I wish I had.
0: Yeah, we can make that happen. And the the diet part of it is is really interesting because you're. How would you describe your your diet, CJ?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to talk about that because it is such a long form topic and people ask me about it and it's like TikTok and Instagram, it's just not enough to like really, uh, articulate. Um, so for context, I have eaten literally just about any way you can think of, um, any type of diet you could think of outside of veganism. I've, I've tried it. And, um, so where I'm at now is what you would call a paleo or a hunter gatherer diet. Um, at the nuts and bolts of it. Right. Like if I, if I couldn't hunt it or I couldn't grow it or I couldn't pick it from a tree, most of the time it's off limits. Now I'm a foodie as is my wife. And so, you know, I have my cheat meal, um, once a week and we go hard in the paint, but like 90, <laughs> we do. Yeah. I go hard in the paint. Yeah. on cheat.
0: Yeah. A hundred
1: percent. And so it's not like that, you know, 98% of what I do is that, um, And so from there, because I'm not hunting, it's tough. It's like, where can I get the best meat, you know, meat markets and trying to get it from reliable sources and local farms in the area. Um, So that's the nuts and bolts of of what I do now. I'm the type of person, because I am a foodie and because I love sweets, I have to have rules Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: I have to have strict rules And, and not everybody's this way, but I am. And so what I do and what I've noticed is that I do better when I use ketones for fuel. I perform better um, cognitively. I feel like I'm, I have higher energy levels at my job. And so as a person, I feel better when I'm using fat for fuel. And so, um, there's aspects of keto as a whole that I didn't like. I didn't feel like my workouts necessarily were the best, but I felt the best, um, mentally. So what I started to do is, um, take an earn your carbs approach to my diet right? So I go high fat, high protein. And if I work out, I will consume carbohydrates after that workout, I will replenish my glycogen stores after I've just depleted them. And that those carbs are going to come from fruit mostly. And uh, I love sweet potatoes. It's a great source of fiber. There's some studies that show that like red meat and high protein diet could lead to cancer, but fiber seems to really offset that. And so, um, Sweet potato fruit right after the workout. If I don't work out, I'm not going to eat carbs that day. I'm going to go high fat, high protein, and utilize ketones for fuel. And so that's my the nuts and bolts of what I do, and it gives me a really simple framework that I can stick to. Um, can I hunt it? Can I pick it from a tree? Can I grow it? Okay, if not, it's off limits. Um, did I work out today? Nope. Okay, well I'm not eating carbs. I'm going high fat, high protein. You know, I just worked out. Okay, I now I can have some carbs and and have a little reward the sweet cravings. I can get that from the fruit to hold me over till that cheat meal on the weekend. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that is essentially my diet. It's a primal hunter gatherer diet.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And that's, that resonates a lot with not only our team, but our listeners and kind of those who kind of are part of the hunt, lift, eat or whatever this lifestyle brand that, that we've become. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Anthony Deal, our, our local or our resident strongman and, and nutritionist on the team, he won World's Strongest Man, like 105, uh, 105 kilogram weight class. He he says, like, if you can't grow it, catch it or kill it. Like, you know, that's that's where you need to be at, um, which is exactly what yeah. you're talking.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting. Like, of course, anytime I do try to put out how I eat in like a TikTok format, you get so many people that are like, they look really good and like, you know, you could tell they lift and not that they don't know what they're doing, but it's like, oh, you get the calories in calories out bros right. yeah. that are like, that's, and it's just calories in calories out. It's not that simple. Like, you can't tell me I'm just going to eat donuts all day. And you know Still what I'm saying? Warm. Like, oh, if, yeah. I, if I, if I only eat two donuts and I'm under my caloric maintenance, then I'm just going to look a certain way. The macros play a huge factor and it goes beyond the looks. As, as much as, again, like, how, how do you feel? You know, because I'll tell you right now, like, wheat messes me up. It messes my skin up. I get brain fog. Um, and unfortunately, I had the same thing with dairy, like, I, which, which really pains me because I want raw dairy so bad. And I do think it's great um, nutritionally, but it just messes me up. So it's like finding those things for the individual person that really works. And when you strip it down to, like, what did we evolve eating? you know, it's hard to argue against that logic.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a great argument to, you know, have a garden in your backyard. If you can't, if you live in a place where you can like have some backyard chickens and, you know, go shoot a deer or two for your family every year, that kind of stuff. And, or like get like good local, you know, find a nice like local farmer who has a cattle company or something like that. And you can build a relationship with.
1: Yeah. And that's the next level, right? It's like, it's like, okay, so you get into that blueprint and then like, what are the quality of what you're eating? Cause y'all know, uh, because you eat fresh eggs, yep. what the difference between, you know, uh, 80 cent carton of eggs at Walmart versus like a, a real egg and what the yolk looks like. Um, right. and so yeah, where you're getting is that next step for me, like I try to look at every year, like what is something I can add to improve what I'm doing? And at this point, it's seasonal fruits. So I'm not there yet, but that's the next step I want to take is like, I I know I'm, I pretty much eat my blueberries and bananas and stick to the same things. And now I'm kind of trying to take it a step further to like what's in season right now. Right. And where am I I getting that that and prioritizing that fruit? So,
0: yeah. Bobby, recently you revamped your diet, like pretty extreme. Right. And it's kind of like what, what the approach you took as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I played around with it, like he said. You know, I had to find what worked for my body and what worked for me because I found that when I started, it was just like I said, I resonated so well with you. I was actually two ten as well, and I'm five six, so I'm an inch shorter than you. I was two ten, and I was like, "Holy shit, th- this is getting out of control here. I gotta take a step back, and I got, I gotta start, I gotta do something." So I ended up starting small with meal prepping where I could, cutting out sweets, cutting out soda, cutting out things that I know that I could. Try to cut out right away. Then I I ended up going back. I mean, I was I, I didn't know too much about nutrition, so I was like just listening to some people and like, oh, you got to be in a deficit. And I was in a deficit. I feel like for seven months, and I was like, I, I was toast, man. I felt like my body couldn't lift another thing. I was losing weight, which was awesome. Scale was moving down, but my muscle wasn't growing up. And I, I just I like felt like I was just rocket ship down my weight to one sixty, and I was like, oh, I look good. If, I feel like shit though. So that's when I ended (laughs) up like really, really looking into it and really trying to, you know, change everything and introduce, like you said, introduce the things that are grown, the things that are, you know, the, the food choices that I am making, the less things of processed foods, the less of all kinds of different things, cut that all out. And now I am strictly with high protein. Um, and I do my carbs. I, and I'm very rarely, um, I'll say in a calorie deficit ever, and I maintain my weight, and I can actually get scanned, and I see my body fat is lowering, and my body mass index is climbing. So I, I know that I, I'm I'm doing I'm doing something right here with my muscle mass going a lot bigger, and my and my my scale is staying pretty much the same here.
1: A hundred percent. It's like man, I, I hear so many. people. It's honestly, I see some guys that look incredible, and they're like, I eat ice cream every night, and it's because it's in my caloric window, and I admire that, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but I'm saying I can't have one bite of ice cream. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't, you're not gonna like give me two scoops of ice cream. If I dive in, I'm diving in. I'm that <laughs> way in everything that I do. I'm, I'm a little crazy. Like, yeah. I'm diving in, and so <laughs> I can't do that. I, and I know myself enough to know that. And if we just say all carbs are fair game, it's like I don't know where to start. It doesn't give me enough rules. I need that. And that's just, like you said, it just comes from knowing yourself and trying different things where it gives me a very simple framework to follow. Easy rules.
2: Yeah. Now, does your wife follow the same diet as you? Do you guys like kind of partake in this together? Cause I know mine is iffy, but she'll, she tries the best she can to eat what I'm eating. But usually like if I'm making a super high protein meal, she tries to ask for extra veggies or something like that.
1: Yeah, she doesn't to answer your question. And, um, she eats clean, you know, but it's not like the same rules that I follow. And like, I think different foods affect her a little bit differently. Um, she doesn't struggle with dairy in the same way I do is like, where it really messes my skin up. And uh, so no, she doesn't. Um, and I don't really expect her to, you know, it's just kind of what I found works for me. And um, I'm sure y'all are similar because y'all are hunters, but I love to cook. And so yeah. a lot of the meat that I cook, she can kind of doctor it up and make it into whatever she wants and I can, I can do the same. That meat that I cook on Sunday will last us the whole week and we can kind of do what we want with it. So,
0: Yeah. When I started taking diet more seriously is when I got into cooking a lot more because like at least make it enjoyable, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, man. I love it. It's one of my favorite hobbies and um, that's another thing social media is great for. There's so many people that do wonderful things with wild game that I think is fascinating. So yeah hundred percent. Finding a way that you can make it enjoyable. And, uh, there's a lot of ways to, and we're actually right now, one thing that I'm on that's helped me a ton is pump fruit. Mm. I don't know if y'all have ever used it. Um, it's just a sugar sub that's zero calorie. And it's like, it tastes like sugar, man. You can put it on your ribs with huh. some honey and it like really falls into those guidelines of like, does it grow from a tree? You know, like honey is, I think uh, it has superpowers. And so if I want to sweeten yeah. something, it's going to be monk fruit and honey and you can make it taste really good. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Next, next spring, my goal is to get a, a couple beehives here. I, th- I agree with you. I think, <laughs> I think honey has superpowers, man.
1: That would be incredible. I have yeah. uh, one of my best friends actually uh, just moved up to New York, an New uh, apiary here in uh, Decatur, a, a town up here in North Texas. Mm. And uh, super fascinating.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And you said kind of like as you jumped into this social media craze, you jumped in head first As you, as it seems like you do everything. How how did your goals kind of change? You went from this life of teaching and coaching, and then now you're you're full into this, and now you you have a little one at home. Congrats on that. You know that's Thank outstanding. You. And uh, what what are kind of your your goals right now?
1: Yeah. um, You know, diving into it initially, you know, kind of like you said, a lot of it was like encouragement for my wife, to be honest. She was like, man, you could do that. You could put this out. Just put out there what you're doing and really try to encourage me as much as I resisted. And um, honestly, I'll tell you what what really made me do it when I looked at it was um, it was out of my comfort zone.
2: Mm. I didn't want
1: to do it. And I think you get to a point in life, especially when you get in your 30s, where you start to realize there's a there's a time limit on this thing. And if it's uncomfortable, I should probably do it. And so social media fell into that category. And so doing it, posting, it was just me, um, really posting what I was doing, trying to show people like how I was doing this within a 30 minute window, working adult. You can do all this. The thing that I didn't have was a kid. And so what I would hear all the time from coaches that I worked with as well, people that knew me were like, wait till you have kids. And it would, it would upset me because I'm like, man, you know, me better than anybody. And, uh, I would just, I would just always hear that. And also that I couldn't really relate to the people that had kids. Cause I didn't have one at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's, it's a game changer. Yeah, it is. And so it's that a, was a, yeah. no, mm-hmm. that was a layer that I knew that, um, you know, at that point we already knew we were having a kid. So I was super eager to embrace that, but I knew, you know, if people were like, well, I'll wait till you have kids. It was like, in my mind, I knew it wasn't going to slow me down, but, um, I wasn't in those shoes yet. So, It did, it snowballed way faster than I thought it would. I did a series on like the hardest workouts I've ever done. And um, that series really kind of, it blew up really quick. And so I was kind of overwhelmed with, I just didn't expect it to be that quick for me. It was like, I'm just going to post every day for 10 years and see what happens, see who I can connect with, see if I can make an impact. And um, happened really quick. And then um, as we got through the football season, like the kids that were on our team, and at our school, that became a big thing where they're like, Coach Cartwright, you're on TikTok, you know, like <laughs> your TikTok's going crazy. And I was like, I oh, no, I know. Like, I, you know, I kind of had to like be cool, like just downplay yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. And um, But it was becoming a big part of like, I started to see value in it the more I would connect with people from all over the world, uh, kind of like we mentioned earlier. So now, um, as we knew we were having our daughter Pepper, um, I planned and I prepared and I strategized. And so through that process, I got a job on the side selling solar Mm. in addition to coaching, social media, all these other things. I was like, all right, well, I did this hustle on the side selling solar and it was good. You make pretty good money doing it, but it allowed me to put money aside that I could invest into my home gym and um, put myself into a position where I cut out the commute time. So I'm not having to drive to a gym, which saves you an hour, you know, Mm -hmm. when it's all said and done. And, um, ultimately that became its own goal where it's like, now I'm at the point where I want to have everything we could ever want to have on site. Mm. And that's my goal. Um, you know, eventually have a little bit of land where we have like a big compound in the backyard. That's a full facility. And, um, so I started to put that together, plan strategize. I knew our daughter was coming and, uh, was really to now that's where I'm at is to show people that you can do this now there's a kid here and that's all I've been hearing. And it's been putting logs in my fire for a while because I plan on showing my daughter what's up. Like, honestly, you know what I mean? Like if you put your mind to something, this is what you can do. So it is not deterring me. It is fueling me. And um, that's where I'm out there right now. I get goosebumps talking about it. And so my wife and that, here's the other key that people I don't think talk about enough is like the person that you marry and the person that you have kids with is the most, it's the biggest life hack. It's the biggest life hack. It's not something that should be jumped into. Um, My wife knows me and supports me to the end of the world. And so I do still have like my quick 30 minute workouts. There's days for that, but there's days I get more and we have a newborn and it's because of her. It's because she holds it down and she knows that um, this honestly goes so far beyond the physical. It's about the mental for me. If I don't get, if I don't get to, find out what I'm made of mentally, it's going to trickle into like my ability to be the best husband and the best father. And she knows that and, and really supports me in it. So that's where I'm at now. Ultimately is the home gym. I'm building that out. I'm adding to it. um, Little by little, that is a lifelong plan that I hope that people that are kind of with me now will kind of get to see that evolve over the next 20, 30 years, who freaking knows. And uh, ultimately for my daughter to see that, you know, this is, this is not optional. This is what you do. You put in hard work, you take care of yourself. Um, you get one meat vehicle. This is it. And, uh, it's (laughs) your job, you know, to take care of it and to find out what you're made of. Yeah. Don't look back and say, man, I didn't, uh, I could have, I I didn't do this. I didn't really find out. So, you know, I want to find out.
0: Yeah. That's outstanding. I mean, you're, you're talking, you're talking our language here. Like, you know, why, why go like smoke yourself on the mountains, you know, chasing elk or deer or like, you know, why go run? Like, I don't know. I'm running a half marathon next weekend and it's Georgia and August. It's going to be, it's going to be hot as hell. And like, do why, why do people like us enjoy doing things that like make us uncomfortable? Right. It's like the good, the good kind of crazy. Right. But like that mental aspect is so important. It's just as if not more important than, than the meat vehicle right
1: it is and the 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 body is a byproduct like Mm. that all comes when you just do the daily actionables you know but like early on before my wife and i were married when we were just like living together that was there was an epiphany moment i think for us where it was like um who i was on the outside and who i felt like on the inside were not the same person like i was fat and out of shape but the warrior that i knew was in here I wasn't really exercising that it wasn't, you know what I mean? And I, but I knew it was in there and it got to a point where I think she started to understand is like, I wasn't working out for the looks. I was working out to take care of this, the mind every day and the benefits that it had in every other aspect of my life. And she knows yeah. if I don't work out, I'll go freaking crazy. So it's right. just <laughs> is what it is, man. I gotta, I gotta get it out, man. Everybody know? wins. So everybody wins, man. It's just yeah. mental. It's, it's all about the mental. <laughs>
0: So. Yeah. And I love, uh, you know, it's so important. You can tell a lot about somebody's character when you hear them talk about their spouse or their significant other. Uh, I love how you speak about your wife. I have one of the questions I have written down for you is like, you know, for for guys out here, guys in life, you know, especially if you just had a kid or like you started a new job or you're approaching 30, like, like my knees hurt, like my lower back hurts, like I got to warm up a little more. I got to like, definitely take care of myself after I work out a little more. Now there's just a little more. Right. And, uh, you know, that silent support group, or sometimes maybe not so silent, but not front and center and everything, you know, with your, your spouse or your significant other is so unbelievably important so that you can go out and achieve your goals. Like you said, like maybe she'll watch the kid for an extra, you know, 30 minutes so that you can go, you know, crush it in another workout, which is better for everybody. Overall, right?
1: It is, man, and it's like. Uh, also, I think it's important for us to do the same for them, and mm-hmm. that's where I'm trying to find kind of my place. Is because inherently, I think we're all a little selfish, and I definitely like with my physical goals. I have an issue where I, there's too many. I have too many things that I want to do, and I could work out two to three times a day if I was just like allowed to do my own thing. I'll I'll, I'll be gone for a little while. You know what I mean? And it's finding that balance of like. Um, for example, so like I started doing, uh, jujitsu twice a week. And so that's like on Tuesdays and Thursdays and that falls into our daughter's, um, uh, like nighttime window, like her bath time and all that. So I get that Tuesday, Thursday, and she holds it down. And now it's like, well, what can I do for you on Monday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Friday, and trying to find like whatever hobby you want to do and explore, like, how can I, how can I give you that time to, and play the seesaw game where you're supporting each other. So for sure. Yeah. It's the right mindset. Well.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. working that puzzle is just going to lead to success for everybody in the long run. hundred percent. Yeah. And it's cool. Like, you know, my daughter's two now and she was like playing in the yard. Her and my daughter were out there or my, my wife and my daughter were out playing yesterday when I was working out in the yard, just throwing the sandbag around. And, uh, the chickens were running around and the dog was running around and she was like, just running around being a farm kid. And like I was working out and I was like, man, I was, I have never been more motivated that in my entire life than I am right now. Right. You want to, you want to perform well and you do like don't want to be like the fat dad and you like want the longevity to like go the distance. It's a, like you said, it's like, it's a different beast when that kid
1: enters the life. Yeah, you want them to be proud of you, too. And I noticed that, like, for myself. is like, I want my daughter to look at me with pride. And, um, you know, it's like, obviously, you know, you're juggling all these things. And you want to be dad, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. outside of all that, just be dad and, like, do the girly. Like, I've got a daughter, obviously. Like I said, you do, too. Like, just do the girly things with them and all that. But for sure, you want them to oh, be yeah. proud. And uh, I didn't realize there were so many things growing up that, like, my dad was very hard on me. And like, not all of it was great, but like a lot of it was. And there's so many things that I hated as a kid that I look back now and I'm like, Oh, thank God. You know, thank God he, (laughs) he made me do that, man, because it does set you up to be different. Like it sets you up to be different. And I I think like I talk, um, I've actually, one of my TikTok videos I talked about like being in the top 1% and people are like, Oh, top one percent! Like people don't realize how easy it is to be in the top one percent. I don't yeah. think, like, honestly, like to just just be above average and really be in the upper echelon of people. It, it is not that hard. There's so many people that are really struggling with this, and so to do it, to come up with a game plan, to put it into action, you are in the the one percent of people on the the floating rock that we're on. Yeah, and um, I think it's great for people to hear and people to see that what y'all are doing you know what I mean? Just to see this message of like, you can balance this, you can do it. And as a matter of fact, you, you need to do it, you yeah. know, you need yes. to. So <laughs> yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the message, man.
1: Absolutely. And I'm very yeah. jealous of uh, the life you're living over there. Cause like we're, um, man, Dallas, Fort Worth is a concrete jungle. And my wife and I talk all the time. We would love to, we would love to bounce out of here. We're just not, uh, We've got so much family close with our newborn. It's tough, but I, I don't see us staying here um, forever, man. For sure. So, and you said you're I'm in Georgia, correct?
0: I'm in Georgia, and Bobby's in New
2: Jersey. Okay. No, nobody. One of my wants best to friend is it. in
1: Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this time of year, it's not bad.
2: Uh, no, it's bad. Uh, Twelve months out of the year is bad. Yeah. It's bad.
0: Georgia's great, bit, man. Maybe. Well, maybe this fall. You, do, we'll be- Get you over here for a hunt, CJ.
1: I would do it, man, in a heartbeat. I would love that. Love for you guys to show me the ropes and uh, put me through it, man.
0: For sure. For sure, man. Yeah, that's cool. I was was thinking back a couple minutes ago when you said, you know, still want to do the girly things as a dad. All I I can think about the last couple minutes is like, I know I'm going to be deadlifting one day. With painted toenails or like fingernails or something like out here and you know in the barn like I know it's gonna happen and like I'm kind of pumped about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, who knows where I'll draw the line, man. I see, people yeah, do exactly. It with the painted toes, and I'm like, man, I just don't know if I could do it, but I'm sure. Dude, I'm sure when she hits when, when no she hits her,
0: two you know. and she starts having opinions, all bets are yeah. off, man. Sometimes it's just yeah. like whatever, whatever. I'm goes. So
1: stoked for that though, just to see them. Um, start to progress and like thrive in their own way. And like, you know, you want to guide them, but let them be who they are. You know, there's so yeah. many qualities of my wife that I hope she has and qualities of mine that I hope she doesn't, you I know, but that. I, yeah, hundred percent, you know, yeah. and whoever that is, I'm definitely excited to see her grow and just support it um, and try to like, let her just see me live and hopefully pick up pieces of that through osmosis through the process of it. So
0: Yeah, I was going to ask every every guest we have on here. I always ask. We 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 interviewed the uh, president of the Colorado Bow Hunters Association uh, a couple days ago, and he's got uh, an 11th grader who's a a big, a big hunter. And he's got an awesome. He just glowed ear to ear when he was talking about his son and like his successful hunt last year. And it wasn't about him. It was about his son being out there in the mountains with him and, and being successful. And like I always ask people who have kids, like, how do you plan on introducing because i'm sure you thought about it because i lie awake at night thinking about it how do you plan on introducing Mm -hmm. like fitness to to your kid and i I guess maybe you kind of just answer that like just having her see you do it and you know there's a right way and a wrong way for sure right i'm sure we've all got
1: yeah um, so my thoughts on that are like i think it it gets really tricky when you try to figure out like what sports do i want to introduce my kid to because there's so many and there's a limited amount of time and things they can do. But I think that some things that are um, in my mind or will like be prioritized is number one, like self-defense, like yeah. she's going to do jujitsu or striking. Like one of the best things my dad did for me at four was put me in Taekwondo. And he was like, I was four and he yeah. was like, you're not allowed to get out until you get a black belt. That yeah. was my dad's thing. And I was four and I was like, "Okay," yeah. you know what I mean? And I did it until I was 14 and I got a black yeah. belt, you know? And, um, so self-defense one and then I think like there are more of these places popping up and I think it's super cool, but like just general athletic training, mm-hmm. like just teaching kids how to run and jump and skip and bound. Um, I think that how I'll introduce her is if I can find somebody, whether it's a trainer, they can train or somebody that's not me, um, they can just teach her just how to run and jump and play, and bound, and skip, and just those basic necessities, because as a coach, that's one thing that I've noticed that we're losing.
0: Athleticism? Um, How
1: many kids, just like general things that you take for granted, like how to jump rope, kids can't skip, bound, like, you know what I mean, like just basic fundamental things that I think a lot of us figured out, like through playing in in like, you know, the 90s, like pre-internet or whatever, or, you know. Uh, there's a lot of that lagging. and I think a lot of people don't realize how much of it's lagging. And so just those things I think I'll introduce you to early on, self-defense, basic human essentials. and then um, as far as working out, I mean, yeah, from there it's I'll, we'll have the we'll have what we need on site, right you know, if you want to come in there and get on the treadmill or just come in there and, and hang out with Daddy while I'm getting it or whatever, for sure, I'm hoping that she'll be exposed to that enough that um, I won't have to make it a thing of like, Hey, you have to go in here for 15 minutes, pick something. Cause it will come to, it will, if it had to come to that, it would come to that where I would like, there would we be a it. time designated where it's like, no, you have to go in there and do something and yeah. I will make that for you or whatever, but it's going to be 15, 20 minutes. You're going to, there's going to be something. So yeah, whether it comes to that point or not, that will depend on Pepper and her personality. So time yeah. will tell on that one, but uh, we, we, none of us know what we're getting into on that.
0: It's <laughs> true. It's yeah. could be anything, man. I love it. That's cool. I'm
2: sure you get a ton of messages asking for advice where to start and what's your most asked question that you get and how do you answer that
1: huh um, so <laughs> outside actually I've had people asking for programs lately and that's something that like we kind of hit on earlier I'm not I'm not there yet I am I am I think gonna come up with an app or something that'll be cheap that will be something that We'll have workouts for just about any scenario that I'll develop. But as far as like um, outside of that, people ask me a lot lately about the kettlebells, like which kettlebells are the most versatile. And I think like if you're on a budget and you needed a piece of equipment to get you by 20 to 24 kilogram, uh, which is like 44 to 52 pound kettlebells, probably the most versatile thing that you can use. It's like not too heavy, not too light. Um, you can progressive overload enough with them, and then I have uh, the most expensive thing that is in my gym is actually the adjustable dumbbells that I have. It's the uh, they're new bells from uh, Smart Fit. Uh, they're adjustable up to eighty from five to eighty pounds, and I think they were like seven hundred and fifty bucks. And um, but it's a whole rack worth of dumbbells that it just fits into a really small space. Right, and so. Bang for your buck are probably those two things, depending on like you can get you know from 150 to about 750 bucks. One of those two things, and uh, they'll they'll really go a long way.
2: I just started with the kettlebells again, and I I love it, and I feel like it's such a difference from getting out of the gym and doing the same routine over and over. And now I'm outside playing with my kettlebells. I honestly can feel such a difference with mobility and the way my body is. I, I think kettlebells are awesome, but I will say, They're fun I did man. Do- they're so they can be dumb money like that. Thor's hammer was two hundred and fifty dollars. That was yeah. ridiculous. I think badass though. <laughs> yeah,
1: it <laughs> yeah, is, badass. but that's about that's it. Worth it's <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, though, man, like I see so many people that are doing like so many cool things with unique equipment. The maces, the kettlebells. There's some really cool stuff um, with sandbags that people are doing like there's some like russian wrestlers that are like revolutionizing some sandbag stuff that yeah is super cool and like um honestly there's some guys that are really jacked that just do kettlebell stuff on social media and there's a lot of resources where that's what you've got there's people all over TikTok and instagram where you can find some kick-ass workouts with a pair of kettlebells and they look incredible and I, i i struggle with that um to be honest with you where it's like because i've done I guess, because I grew up in the bodybuilding realm, like getting away sometimes from that
0: yeah, and, and like going,
1: okay, just, you know what? I'm just going to do kettlebells for two months. I get anxiety about that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I do, I do, but there's guys that look incredible and I'm like, they do yeah. it. You know, um, one of my goals is to do a marathon and a triathlon and maybe even an Ironman. And I am very worried about, because um, I'm vain. I am worried about the physical, like, I'm just going to shrivel into a, a freaking, you know, <laughs> stick. But yeah. those are things that I'm like, also, I see guys like Nick Bear, like Bear Performance Nutrition, those guys that, yeah. are, that are really able to do both and hold on, like, they look like they work out. Which, you know, if you're spending time working out, it's nice to look like you work out, you know. Yeah. So, I started um, with that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I guess my goals have changed over time, too. Like, <clears throat> I no longer – like it. Back in the day, all that mattered was like, what's your, how much do you bench? What's your deadlift? Like that kind of shit. And like, I don't know the last time I maxed out on anything. And now it's just like athleticism. And I'm trying to be able to have good mobility and be able to touch my toes and, and still be able to toss some weight around.
1: Yeah, shit. That's hard enough, right? But yeah. when you're a coach, you do hear that, like the football coach, the, all the kids, that's like you said, all they want to know, well, Coach Cartwright, what do you bench? Dude. And I'm like, I don't know, man. And that just blows their mind. It's like they they, they cannot. And I would yeah. either, if I was, you know, 16 year old, I would not be able to wrap my mind around that. Because that's and, uh, all that mattered in the world. It's all that mattered, man.
2: <laughs> that was it. It's
1: all that mattered. And I see them, like, we've got some really impressive kids that are really throwing around some weight and, uh, you know, benching like, 400 plus pounds as a 17 year old. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not that a is kid. super impressive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I better be careful with that one, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't, maybe don't get on that kid too hard, but um, <laughs> you do. And you're like, all right, you'll get it one day, you know, one day yeah. they'll, you know what I mean? If they stick with it, they'll, their priorities will shift just like, just like all of ours have.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned, yeah. uh, you mentioned Nick bear, who's a, total savage. And, uh, you, you had some good news recently. You had the, your, your go one more post and joining the folks over at BPN supplements. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's been incredible, man. And that was, um, that's another thing like getting into this that you don't, or I didn't think about was, um, you know, like there have been companies that have reached out and different things, but I guess when I realized that maybe those opportunities would be there, I was to, to me I, I was not going to partner with anybody that I didn't believe in, or yeah. partner with any brands that I didn't really use. Or, or it, it goes beyond the supplements. Like, what's the mission? Like, what do you what are y'all about? And uh, that's a company that's really, I think, what their mission is and what they're about, and the message that they spread—the go one more message—is um, really powerful, and it's really impacting a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I've been a fan of it for a long time. So super blessed. Uh, they've been wonderful. Um, the community of men and women there. Everybody's been great. And so yeah, I'm two weeks into that. And I've just gotten to meet some really incredible people. And they're in Austin. They're local. Uh, yeah. So yeah, definitely excited to get to know them better and be a part of that community.
0: That's cool. What uh, what supplements do you run consistently?
1: Man, honestly, um, so kind of my non-negotiables are like greens, one, because okay. I don't eat a ton of greens on my own. And there's just no way, like, there's no way you could eat everything that's in those shakes Yeah, if you went to the grocery store and cooked it up. And so um, greens, whey protein, and creatine. Those are my three, like, non-negotiables. Like, I get them every month, no matter what type of budget I've been on. I've always allocated for that. And now um, pre-workout was a hard one for me to get off of, to be honest with you. I was like, you know, I've been on pre-workout since I was 17, you know, and I did that. That was, we talked about little goals in the diet. That was one of my goals going into this year was like cut the pre-workout and now I do coffee and uh, citrulline. I kind of make up my own little homemade Mm -hmm. pre-workout. But yeah, greens, whey protein, creatine, uh, multivitamin. That's really it. So nice. nothing too fancy. Yeah. hundred percent.
2: I can't give, I can't give up my pre-workout. I tried and then I'm <laughs> like, no, I can't do it. I can't it, part with it.
1: It's, fr- it's freaking hard, man. It really is. But there's like, you know, I worked at GNC when I was in college and like, you know, I got good at reading labels, which is, which has been, it's benefited me um, yeah. at this point in my life. But like, there's so many, if uh, you look on the label and there's a bunch of things you can't pronounce, I'm like, that can't be good. The right. other issue was like I work out first thing in the morning, and I, I usually work out fasted. And so, if it tastes like fruity pebbles, there's probably a bunch of sh- sugar yeah. in there, like artificial. I know there is. You know what I mean? And I just and so it's like I'm not really, I'm not really working out fasted. You know what I mean? The first thing I'm consuming is like probably a bunch of artificial sugars. And I'm with you, honestly. It was really, really hard for me. And uh, the coffee doesn't hit like the pre workout. I'm not going to lie, it doesn't. But uh, <laughs> I have been somehow disciplined about it. And uh, yeah, I put enough in there We're on the pump end of it with the citrulline that um, it does the trick. I do <laughs> eye, I now that I'm with BPN though, I am eyeing the in-flight and I'm like getting a little, I'm, my, my eye's tweaking when I'm looking at the screen, <laughs> going to make my purchases. I'm like- Should so I get I'm back on it? Press the button <laughs> just one time, you know? If I could just see how that pre-workout hits again. I
2: mean, so. pre-workout has changed drastically over the years. When I was in high school, we had the original Jacked, which pretty much just had cocaine in it, which got banned. Yeah. So that
1: you know, now we're they, the labels man, all the are good stuff, man.
2: Yeah, all the good yeah, stuff.
1: they take all the FDA takes all the fun away for sure. So, but yeah, the original the Jack 3D that was like what dimethyltryptamine or whatever it was called, like yeah. too many letters for for my dumb ass to pronounce. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it would get your eyes tweaking for sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. HLE has plans one day to have a line of supplements because there's so many knowledgeable folks on the team like Luke, just the owner. He's like, yeah, they're all full of crap. It's all snake oil. It's 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 all fake and it's marketing and there's there's garbage in most of it. Yep. There's a
1: market for that, like with what y'all are doing. I mean, there's a lot of people right now. um, Liver King being the most obvious and probably the most popular. But uh, Mark fortune. Bell as well has, yeah. Um yeah. Mark Bell though, um, has a really, really good uh protein powder that's um it's beef isolate, it's got uh egg white, mm. um it has like an organ profile like liver, heart, spleen, kidney, things of that nature. And I think that um, With what y'all do, that makes perfect sense. If you wanted to make a better clean product, honestly, that's the way to go. I think overweight protein, it really is. Um, And I think that would be an easy segue for y'all. If you have somebody that knows that market and knows how to get into manufacturing, um, that would be incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's true. Like the the organs are unbelievably nutritionally dense, but like. Man, I keep every. Uh, we we talked about this together the other day, Bobby. We I keep yeah. every liver, and I keep, you know, and it just oh, it's just never tastes great, you know. It's
1: terrible, man. This is something you were talking about asking my wife, if she eats the same yeah. as me. That's like the one thing she's yeah. like, hey, man, like yeah, the liver. And when she was pregnant, especially, you know. The oh, liver, for sure. Oh, oh it man, it you probably tish, tortured like, her. Man, come,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: She was like, "Hey, finally." There's like my wife is the best. Yeah, she. That's like one of the few things she's been like. <laughs> No more liver dog. Like you know, yeah. we're cutting that out. I'm over out. it. Yeah. I'm over it, man. But you're right. There's, um, a lot of benefits that I think have been overlooked for a long time, um, that are kind of coming to light now. There's some people that are, that are spreading that message and a uh, mm-hmm. lot of validity to it. Uh, but it does smell and taste like shit. So you get in a shake. Yeah. If you can get it in a, shake, <laughs> yeah. get it in a yeah. shake, then that, that is the way to go a hundred percent. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I I'm think never. like,
1: yeah, no, sorry. It, it you mentioned, or like we were talking about earlier, finding those next steps, um, with like seasonal fruit. And for me, that's Mm -hmm. like, I talked to my wife for a long time about wanting to eventually go on a hunt with some people that know what they're doing and could, Mm -hmm. um, really show me the ropes because that is kind of like one of the next steps I need to take. It's like, I am eating this diet and fitting in those parameters, but I want to be as authentic and genuine with it as I can. And I know that Um, the connection to that meat that you're eating and providing for your family when you hunted it on your own, there's so much value in that. Um, then now that I'm not coaching and I'm not working during that chunk of the year, I definitely, uh, would love to explore as well.
0: Well, we got you, man. You're, you're welcome in Georgia. Any, any fall. And we've got a solid crew in Texas as well. I'm thinking of Caleb Jordan, Bobby, he, he would love to love to take you out. He used to compete bodybuilding and, and so does his wife. Um, they're, they're strong folks as well. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. hell yeah, I would love that. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, that'd be so cool, man. That's the coolest thing yeah. about like the the podcasting platforms, just like bringing folks together, man. I, I just I never thought I'd be in this in this situation, and and now you just get to talk to cool folks all over the country.
1: It really is, man. And like when I first started this, it was like I would post and ghost. Like I would like Mm. post and get off, you know. I did not really interact with other pages. And then uh, pretty quickly, I started to see the value in that. Um, And it just took me time just because I was so anti-social media and I just dove in. It took me time to kind of progress to where now that's really what it's about is like connecting with people that are like-minded but also are good at things that you're not. And I think like in your personal life, your immediate friends, that's super important too. You know what I mean? Like my wife has some great qualities that I don't, that balances me out. I've got friends that have qualities that I don't, that adds value.
0: For sure. That's where growth happens. Yeah,
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so now guys like yourself, I've gotten to to meet, um, you know, through social media that, that are great connectors of people and, uh, there's, if you, if you're going to do social media, that's where the value's at. Um, for me at this point, like monetizing anything is not really where my mind's at, but getting to know people that, um, are like-minded and can add value and, and teach me things that I don't know that I want to know. Um, that's really where it's at, man. Yeah. So yeah, super blessed yeah. to get to talk to you guys and get to connect with y'all.
0: Yeah, man. This is, this has been incredible, CJ. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, me as well. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we're rolling up, rolling up on an hour here, man, and uh, yeah, this has been an awesome conversation. We'd love to have you back on some other some other time.
1: Anytime, man. Y'all, let me know. I'm here for, for it.
0: sure. So for sure, man. Yeah, CJ, where uh, where can folks uh, find you on social media?
1: Yep, uh, it's at the Fit Dad Primal. Uh, my TikTok. I'm actually changing it tonight. It's uh, been the Paleo Primal. Um, I had some issues finding one common name I could use across platforms, but uh, Fit that Primal is where you can find me on everything. Nice. Um, yep, and uh, eventually we'll branch out to YouTube as well. I'm working on that this this weekend. So Fit that Primal, you. that's where I'm at. Would love to connect with you. Any questions? Please feel free reach out to me anytime. I would love to help anybody with anything that I can.
0: Yeah, listeners, definitely go give uh, CJ a follow. He posts. I mean, free content, free workouts that you can do. I mean, I want to try the three hardest workouts that you posted because I am very intrigued. Uh, and, uh, oh, something I wanted to ask you, man. You do, like, yeah. February challenges. You do, like, month challenges, right?
1: I Yeah, I've gotten away from them. That's definitely how I started out it was, like, okay. yeah, 100%. Like, I was um, that uh, – February month was the hardest workout month where I was like, you know what? There's a couple of these 30 minute window workouts I've done that are just otherworldly and yeah. I'm going to put them out there and that will be, and I, and I did them all month. And honestly, February, like by March, my body was like
0: just total. haze. It was, yeah. But,
1: yeah. but Hey man, I did it though. And they, and yeah, yeah. so if you're on there, those are gnarly. The widow maker is the gnarliest. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 If you want to push your mind, that one is, is something else.
0: So. yeah hunt lift eat community definitely go follow cj go haze yourself with these super hard workouts because <laughs> our listeners are crazy enough to do it too so
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I believe it.
0: yeah heck yeah man we really appreciate it um listeners you know we appreciate the hell out of you guys if uh you could just do us one favor we don't even we don't even want your money just go leave us a review go leave a review preferably five stars and uh go follow the <laughs> awesome new instagram page that bobby created uh, the Hot Lift Eat podcast on Instagram. I think we have almost 200 followers. We're crushing it right now.
2: We're getting there, <laughs> We're little getting by little.
0: It also <laughs> catching up the CJ. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah.
2: It also balls Yeah, Bobby. You got any closing thoughts for us, man? No, man. I'm just uh. Ha- thanks for joining us, man. Really excited to finally get a chance to meet you. And uh, I'm going to be trying your workout tomorrow morning with my wife. So uh, I'll let there you know you if go. I die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let me know how it goes. Hey, it was great to meet y'all. And I, I know, like I said, anytime, I would love to talk to y'all. But um, I definitely plan to link up in person as well and go on a hunt. And, and I appreciate you guys. Absolutely.
2: So yep, the offers. Appreciate there what y'all well. are doing. Yeah,
1: thanks again, CJ. Appreciate it.